All right, welcome back to Small State Big Takes. This is episode 22. That's 11 times 2. 2 plus 2 equals 22, some would argue. We are one-man short right now because Gilly is running late per usual, but we didn't wait up for him this time. We gave him, hey, if you ain't 15 minutes early, you're late. And when you're 15 minutes late, you're really late. So sorry, Gilly. You're going to have to play this back and realize the mistake you made. So Steve Scott, give me a, give me a Super Bowl big take. What do you got? Super Bowl big takes? You want this specifically? I want a big take that's going to happen during the Super Bowl. What's going to happen during the Super Bowl? Big take. During the Super Bowl, at halftime, uh, announced that Big Boy is going to um, perform with Maroon 5 and Travis Scott. But I also Andre 3000 comes out of the woodwork. And Outcast has a full-blown reunion in front of the entire world. Wow. That would be something else. How about that? That's a big take. That is a big take. What you got? Who's next, baby? Josh? Super Bowl big uh, take. I got this weird feeling that Chris Hogan might break the reception record. I'm sorry, what? Yeah, you heard me. Like, what is the reception record in the Super Bowl? Dion, Dion Branch, right? I don't is know. That the... That's why I'm asking. I've, I'm, I'm pretty, pretty sure it's 11... And it's Dion Branch. So you Hang think on. Chris Hogan, guarded by Akib Talib, is going to go for 15 catches? Yep. I like it. <laughs> I do. I got a weird feeling. Uh, yep. All right. So the previous receptions record in, uh, in a Super Bowl was 11, uh, in which four different players had. One of those was Wes Welker. Um, let's see. And he also had probably the most Demarius, costly drop Demarius Super Thomas. Bowl. Uh, I want to say... Demarius Thomas has a Super Bowl record? That's wild. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. What do you think he's more memorable for? Super Bowl having 11 catches or the slant against the Steelers caught by Tim, thrown by Tim Tebow? The Tebow play? Yeah, right. By far. Oh, man. That was the biggest play of all their careers. I know. It's crazy. Uh, my big take was is I think it's going to be the Sony show again. I think we're going to get like a buck 75 and two titties from, from your boy Sony. I like it. He's going to run right through Aaron Donald. You know what's going to happen? He's going to like stiff arm or get away from Aaron Donald at one point And Twitter is going to lose its shit because Aaron Donald, did you see that picture of Aaron Donald today? He posted. No, he looks like the no. fucking Hulk dude. <laughs> That man is insane. All right, big question for you guys. Who's the last guy you'd want to fuck with right now in the NFL? Probably like Aaron Donald. Aaron Donald's yeah. up there. Even the Dominic Sue's up there just because he's a psycho. Yeah. I said, that, I said that before because I saw that video of him with the knives working out, doing <laughs> rip and swim moves, and I was like, no fucking way. You basically nope. have to think of like – the meanest defensive or offensive linemen, because those are obvious, or even linebackers you could throw in there. I used to be deathly afraid of Tacchio Spikes. Yes, dude. His necks, his dude, his shoulder muscles like went above his head. They were enormous. Yeah, he was built like a rhinoceros. He was a freak. Like he was. <laughs> he was an absolute unit, 
dude. Oh. He would just he would snap you in half with his neck muscles alone. Trying to just think of someone else that's enormous. Like Aaron Who's Aaron Donald is definitely probably top three guys you don't want to fuck with in the NFL. Who's that old lineman for the Cowboys? I'm talking about. Uh, yeah, there's, there's five. Yeah, there's but there's five, one. one. <laughs> I wouldn't fuck with Lyle Collins. Lyle Collins, he, yeah. He'd kill you. He was involved in some, like, murder suspect murder. shit, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he'd kill you for sure. Yeah, the big old yeah that, that kind of sticks with you. Basically, anybody on the Raiders. Kind of just. Anybody, oh, Gilly's here. Kind of just stay away from anybody on the Raiders. Yeah. Uh, nice. Better late than never, I guess, but. Um, all right, so today we will oh. we'll talk Super Bowl, obviously. Super Bowl is in six days. Patriots, Rams, we'll get to that. We will also get to uh, Steve's restaurant beef, that surface that I want to hear about. Oh, jeez. Uh, we want to talk about Can that. Can we join in time? We're going to talk about... Um, so the Hall of Fame, MLB Hall of Fame vote was last last week. So we're going to talk about if uh, current players that if if they retire today, that would make the Hall of Fame first ballot, no doubt about it. I like and, it. And uh, we we want to talk a little Anthony Davis and Celtics. See what we got going on there. Opinions. I have I've talked myself into a very firm opinion that I don't know if I can be talked out of. And maybe if we remember and have time, we'll talk about um, the Red Sox and anything that's going on there. So, first things first, let's talk Super Bowl. Initial thoughts, uh, predictions, storylines. What are we feeling? Uh, I'm feeling the Patriots win, knock on wood. By the way, is, can Gilly hear us right now? That's what I'm wondering. Uh, I'm not sure. Just, just throwing it. All right. Well, this is my prediction. I'll, I'll just throw it out there. I think the Patriots win. Uh, I think it's going to be a weird score. It's going to be like I don't know, twenty-eight to fifteen. Patriots, something like that. Okay. Some some fucking weird shit. Like a, a safety happens, maybe. Um, but Ooh, uh, remember when yeah, the last safety in the Super Bowl was? Yeah, it was Peyton not Manning. Peyton Manning. Yeah, and never forget. Do you think that was corrupt? Do you think that was uh No. <laughs> yes you do. I do. Okay. I'm not gonna tell you what you think, but I think yeah, it was clearly corrupt. I think so too, just because you said so. Let me influence you by telling you what you think. <laughs> but what I <laughs> welcome, to, welcome to American society. You're wrong, I'm <laughs> welcome right. Welcome to twenty nineteen Yeah. <laughs> I told you. But yo, but that was the first play of the game that old Lyman just that was so funny, ball. dude. What the hell? You've been an old lineman your whole life, bro. So Steve's thinking Pats win by a pretty comfortable margin. Josh, you got any storylines or predictions? Four or some shit like that. I just completely, I, like I just completely cut out of that. Can you, uh, can you recap for me? Oh, I was just saying that I, it's going to yeah. be like a seventy-point total, <laughs> and 
it's gonna, the spread's going to hold true at like three, close to three. And uh, yeah, it's going to be a shootout. All right, but who do you got on top? I mean, oh, the Patriots. Wow. I don't like that. Can you pick the Rams? No. <laughs> you got to go. It's a, dude, you know what? Hold on, hold on. It's okay hold to on. be unanimous. What? Are you Dr. Blackie? Yeah, <laughs> I guess I'm signed in as Dr. Blackie on my Xbox. How many Twitch names do you have? <laughs> I guess a couple. <laughs> Hit the follow button, bro. Come on. How do I, on my Xbox? Yeah. I don't know how, actually. Never mind. There it is. I got it. I hit the like. There you go. Right? Yeah. New subscriber. Uh, First yeah. subscriber during a Twitch stream of um, the podcast. And now I'm on my phone, too. For some reason, no matter what, I think going into a Patriots Super Bowl, it always ends up being a fucking heart attack. It always ends up being the Patriots? Oh, okay. It, it, wait, what? I'm just saying. Well, think every single Super Bowl they've been in has been a heart attack. Whether you want the Patriots oh, to yeah. win or lose. I mean, the only one that they kind of had in, in the bag was the first one against the Eagles. They didn't have it in the bag, but they got to kneel it down pretty comfortably late in the game. Even mm-hmm. though the final score, they were up by 10 with like a minute left. So that was pretty pretty comfortable, but at the same time, every other one has been just shoot me in the face, shoot me in the face already. And, and this it's kind of like the Chiefs game last week. We're like, can can this game just end? So Yeah, that game was tough, man. That was a, that was a cardiac game. Even though I think the Patriots should win this game. I you just never know. So I'm sticking it with a close one. I'm going thirty three to thirty Patriots. Alright, I'm saying lock it in. Throw away the key. I like this. I like it, Oliver. And I just have a, a secondary take here. Um an unlikely one, but uh, I just need to say it. I think that if the Rams win, um they're going to be, like, coronated as, like, the new, like, Astros of, like, being young and, like, the new franchise of the NFL that's young, by the way. Like, not, not the Chiefs. They're the, Wait, they're the other. Did you know that Sean McVay's only 34? Yes, and Jared Goff is 23, <laughs> and he looks like Ryan Gosling. Because he does. He really does. <laughs> and good for him. <laughs> I love Jared Goff, man. I think he's going to be the Here's a good prop bet. What will be talked about more, Sean McVay's age or Tom Brady's age? And how many times will they say Tom Brady is older than Sean McVay? Uh, Setting that over under at three and a half. (laughs) Why would they compare that now? Oh! Hey! Shot from the peanut gallery over there. Yeah. Check your phone, you asshole. (laughs) My God. Jeez. Gilly, what you got for a big take? About this, the, the Super Bowl here. Super Bowl big take. Uh, let's see. It has to be Super Bowl related. That's our big take theme. Yeah, it's always. Right, well, no, I'm saying it has to be Super Bowl related. Um, I would say James White or Sonny Michelle wins Super Bowl MVP. Ooh. Who do you lean to- towards more? Do you have anybody, or do you think it's? Each of their odds are pretty good. They're pretty close. It's like plus sixteen hundred and plus two thousand or something like that. I think I, I lean Sony Michelle. I think Sony, Sony, Sony. That's yeah. It's a good way to make money. 
Who is has been more important in their Patriots career, James White or Shane Vereen? James White by a freaking like, White. mile. Oh, by the way, James White has a Super Bowl record for receptions. Uh, uh, any of those other guys? Oh, he had like thirteen, right? Yeah, and really Bowl against the Falcons. Yeah. Oh yeah. Vereen had eleven in his game against the Seahawks. How about that? How about it? Fun facts, baby. We've got plenty of them. Killy, do you have any uh, storylines and a game prediction for the Super Bowl? Yeah, I think it'll – I agree. I think it's going to hit the over. Like you guys, I think – I don't know if everyone said that, but I I predict a similar score. I think it'll be like 37-34 or something like that. I think it'll be a shootout. I think the Pats win. I don't think they cover if it's a, still a three and a half, but I think they win. Is it at three and a half right now, or is it at two and a half? And expect well, to go to three and a I, half. I didn't check it today, to be honest. It kept moving. I saw it at three. I saw it at three and a half. It started actually at uh, plus one for the Pats. They favored the Rams by one for like the first like sixteen hours, I think. And then all the money went in on the Pats, and they moved it. Yeah. Yeah. So much money came in on the Pats. It's ridiculous. And Nicole, yeah, especially that money line, whenever, I'm mad at that. The hell is that guy's name? Roby Coleman, yeah. out here just he? fueling the fire. He was on the Bills for a while, and now he's on the Rams. Obviously, he's the guy that did the pass interference that wasn't called, and he's out here I saying that Tom Brady is old and is they're gonna get to him basically. So, thanks for the fuel, and not that Tom Brady needs more, but now he's got more. Was that Roby Coleman, dude? Did he play for the Bills? Eagles? Bills. He's on the Bills. Was there a guy named something Roby for the Eagles at one point? Bradley Roby is on the Bills. All right. On the Eagles, I mean. Too many Robies around, dude. Yeah, someone throw these Robies in a locker. Yeah, dude, I'm I'm excited for this fucking game, man. all right, before we get to our uh, our MLB talk, I want to hear about Steve's beef with this restaurant in Westerly. <laughs> Yo, just shout out to the Twisted Vine for closing <laughs> the, the all-time worst bar in Westerly history, and I'm not afraid to say it on, on public record. It's got to go. What was your Yelp uh, review about? I didn't write one. I wanted to, Jesus. but... So you you baited me into this. This isn't even like a topic worth talking about, is it? Uh, not not really. It could, it could end up with me uh, in jail. So okay, probably man. shouldn't All say right, a word. So we'll we'll go off the record with that one then. All right. The bottom line is, Gilly was there, and it was almost a SmackDown WWE uh, Royal Rumble style. But luckily, True. cooler heads prevailed. Wow. So you were the Gilly bigger the peacemaker. man. No, no. Sure, Gilly think... the peacemaker came through. Yeah, I. Speaking of which, I almost got into a fight at a bar this weekend. No! Yeah. Oh, spill the deets. No, I mean, no, someone someone said some uh, some pretty uh, insensitive things to one of my friends, so I... No! I was ready to go. But the, the kids got kicked out before we got to, like... Got the blows? Of it. I, I had some good disses in, though. <laughs> did you, like, did you raise your voice at all, or was it, like, just, Oh, yeah. Like, no, yeah. Were they, no way. were they wearing Chiefs jerseys no, or some kids shit? kids followed our group. These kids, like, followed our group and shit, like, downstairs, like, from the, it was, like, a five-story bar. It's like, all right, these kids are following us? What the fuck? And I was like, wait, what happened? And I heard about what they did, 
and like what they said to someone in my group and i was like oh fuck no so then i kind of came after them and i i insulted them heavily and then all of a sudden we were we were about to get physical a couple uh couple people were in the way and then uh, a couple bouncers kicked them out and then it was pretty cool actually because then uh the bartenders gave us all like shots and a drink so it was it's for the best Shout out! You know what? That's good. Shout out to Cat for getting in a fight at a Iggy Azalea concert at URI. Ooh, I was there. That, so I was, was I. In, I wasn't like witness of the fight, but I was at that concert. Oh yeah, that concert was not that good. No, it was actually terrible, and it was like twenty minutes. It was a fast, that was the fastest concert. Ever. <laughs> it was so short. It was, like the most cookie, it was like a cookie cutter concert, man. Like she just was like there and out the door. Yo, Black Widow still bangs though. Yeah, that's a good song. What what happened? Did she did she throw down or did Yeah. Oh dude, we're so we were on the floor, right? And uh you know, just super cocked, annoying college girls just completely oblivious and one girl bumped in the cat at one point and cat was just like, Hey, please, you know, back off and don't bump into me anymore. She bumped into her like two more times, so Cat pushed her at one point, and then you know the other girl was just completely cocked and had no idea what was going on. So she tried to fight back, and it just did not end well. It was just like Cat threw Damn. her down and started pulling at her hair, and uh, what'd you do in this? Situation? I I pulled her off. I pulled. Her I, pulled <laughs> I I had to pull her off once uh, the other chick got on the ground. Um, <laughs> didn't want to get kicked out, and uh, yeah, so we never went back to a concert. Hey, you know, good times, good, you. good times, good you know? times. Throwing her back. No one got arrested. It's all good. Yeah, that was what I was afraid of. I was afraid of getting kicked out and her getting arrested. Uh, you know, that's that's always a big concern, like the arresting kind of thing. Yeah. And who's gonna believe who? Yep. Like, like that day, uh, that day that Dilly stepped in before uh, I went Chris Jericho on this kid. <laughs> I. <laughs> <laughs> I looked him square in the eye, and I'm like, oh, no. Like, if I hit this kid, first of all, I'm going to break his jaw. And it was the night before Thanksgiving, and I'm like, ah, is it worth, like, spending the night in jail on Thanksgiving? My mom will never believe the story I tell her. This, And I'm going to have to pay a lot of money for this kid's fucking face to be fixed. I'm like, you know what? <laughs> like, <laughs> just let, let, let nature take over. And then Gilly's like, don't do it. I'm like, thank you, Gilly. And my sister was in the way, too. And I'm like, ah, you know what? It's all good. It's all good. I'm not going to fight. I'm not going to fight. And the next thing you know, he was thrown out, and I was like, you know what, this bar needs to close. Yeah, that kid was an idiot. And that is talking bar fights with small state big takes. Yeah, baby. Next on the agenda. I had this conversation with a group last week. I wanted to talk it over with you guys. So obviously, last week, MLB Hall of Fame voters uh, voted in four people to the Hall of Fame. Mariano Rivera was unanimous, and three other fine baseball players got to accompany him. Right now, in today's MLB, how many people would be first ballot, no doubt, Hall of Famers if they retired on this day, whatever day it is, January 28th, if everybody in the league retired and the MLB ended, who would make it to the Hall of Fame first ballot? Give me some names. I have my list of five. I have five. All right. I have some off the top of my head. I didn't prepare a list, but I have an idea. Off the top of my head, I'm just going to just jump right in. Okay. See if you can Uh, get them. 
All right, Albert Pujols. Yeah, Miguel Cabrera. Yeah, agreed. Agreed. Clayton Kershaw. I agree. Agreed. Um, I'm gonna say uh, Robinson Cano. Disagree. Uh, uh, you know, you know, we'll see. Disagree. Um, Adrian Beltre. <clears throat> Forgot I'm about playing, him. Not, I forgot I'm about not, him, but that makes six because I agree with that. Uh, but no, he Trout. he just retired actually. Yeah, he's done. Yeah, yeah, he just retired, yeah. so he will be first ballot though, I believe. I mean, technically Ichiro too. Ichiro was on Ichiro, my list. Ichiro, yeah. Ichiro's on I my know, list. I said that. I, I I asked that. I was like, is Ichiro yep. like on this list? Or yep. He's on my list. Ichiro, uh, Mike Trout, but he's not qualified yet. But when he will, when he will be, it's like ten years, right? I think if he retired now, though. Yeah. Then, yeah. Okay. So I've, I have six. I have six. You missed uh, one of mine. Who I have seven. Sorry. Nope. Max Scherzer. Scherzer. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's true. Yeah. 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 I think so. I would too. I think no doubt about it. If he retired, dude. What? Look at his numbers. His oh. Wow. He had such a rough start to his career. Like he's been nasty the last like what? Six. Five six years. That's great. Yeah, that's not. Wow, he's been dominant, not just nasty. Yeah, okay, whatever. Nasty versus dominant—that's your argument. What about well, first, like, what Mike Trout only has seven years though? So that argument doesn't really make sense. Yeah, but Mike Trout has been arguably the MVP for like six straight years, and Max Scherzer arguably has been the Cy Young for like four or five straight years. Nah, not even. I don't know. I'm just saying, Max Scherzer popped up out of nowhere. At like what? What age was he? Twenty-seven, twenty-eight. All right, so uh, he was when he started popping off. He was twenty six. That's seven years. Two thousand eleven, two thousand eighteen. Okay. I don't know. What's what's popping off to you? Give me the lines. All right, two thousand eleven. Nope. All right, two thousand twelve, two thousand eighteen. I'm sorry. 2012 was when he really started. 2011 was like his coming out year, kind of. He had a 4-4-3 in 200 innings. Or in 2010, he actually had a better year than 2011. So, a 4-4-3 is your opening argument to a player making the Hall of Fame. Oh, my God. Do you let me finish my point ever? <laughs> my God. In 2010, in 2010, he was 25 years old. He had a 3-5 ERA. He had 195 innings pitched with 184 strikeouts. That's 2010. 2011 was a step back. Like I just said, he had a 4-4-3 with 195 innings, 174 strikeouts. That's a step in the wrong direction, like I just stated. <laughs> now, here's when he starts turning up. 2012, he's 27 years old. Drops that back down to a 374, 190 innings. 231 strikeouts. This is where he starts his strikeout dominance. Goes up every single year from here on out. Besides 2016-2017. So... From 2012 to 2018, he has 231, 240, 252, 276, 284, 268, and 300 strikeouts, not to mention a 20-strikeout game. Okay. Like I said, so since he turned 28, he's been nasty. That's great. He's got to do it for like four, three or four more years, and then I'll buy in. 
is that none of the tier like what how many what does he have like 140 150 wins he has 160 wins and 82 losses not that wins and losses really matter too much i yeah but that's a, i mean that's a thing in terms of what voters look at still what's his strikeout total it's not 3000 he's got he's not in not right now it's at 25 2449 right now yeah, three thousand. Three thousand. That's the that's the tier. If you want to be a big baller, I get it. I think he's first ballot right now. If he retired, first ballot. No, that's oh what the, that's God. what this segment is. I wasn't even thinking of that. I that's was just what the segment in. is. Oh my God, he's in no doubt. I'm ready to put someone in the Hall of Fame for seven years of good baseball. Six years. Oh. <laughs> I don't think Max Scherzer's a Hall of Famer first ballot. My God, if he's a first ballot, Rick Porcello's what a fifth ballot. My God. Well, Rick Porcello had one Cy Young year that many people don't believe he even deserves, so no. I'm being facetious, you doink. Clearly. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I haven't heard a doink in a while. What about Bumgarner? I think Bumgarner's a Hall of Famer. Not right now. I don't, I don't think he's heroic, first ballot. He's got Dude, he's a, heroics behind him, too. He's got three three World Series, yeah, and that one time where he like won one on, on his own merit. Yeah, he's got a better chance than Scherzer, in my opinion. Wow. Who... <clears throat> I don't know. I'm glad I'm sitting down in my car for that. <laughs> Do you guys have anybody else? Baumgartner's only had, like... No, that's a, that's a bad take. I saw, um... That was awesome. Not yeah, over I Scherzer, trout... dude. No way. Trout, Ichiro, Cabrera, Kimbrel. I said Craig Kimbrel. Yeah, yeah sure. Uh, first ballot. First if he retired right now, I don't think first ballot. No, he was a borderline I mean, guy for me. I mean, he is literally a higher chance for me than Scherzer is. That's just why. I'm with Josh. I mean, unfortunately, I mean, but I also said Chris Sale. So if we're going off that statistic, I don't know. But he's also the fastest pitcher to what it was like two thousand strikeouts. So Sale could do it. Or he's, close, or he's close to 2,000, right? What about close Felix? To first of 1,500? Uh, I say no on Felix. He's in, right? He's but in. Not, like, not first. Probably, he's in, yeah. But not first ballot, for sure. Granky? Granky no. was a borderline guy for me. I don't think he's a first ballot. Did we say Verlander? Wait, no, we didn't Verlander. say Verlander. He's another Whoa. guy that missed. Oh, was... He's in, though. Yeah. I think he's first ballot. CC's an interesting one, actually. I was thinking about CC as well. I, because he was so. Hamels too. He's kind of similar to Hamels. Yeah, but CC was more dominant in his prime than Hamill was. In his prime, no. Uh, yeah, I'd say so. Yeah. 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 CC was disgusting on the Indians, and then to the Brewers, then early Yankees. Yeah. <laughs> Which was, was like ten years ago now. Yeah, it's wild. He's only got uh, one side young. Isn't that crazy? Damn! No way. With the Indians? Um, I think so, yeah. Yeah, because he, I wish, he was like in talks of winning the NL side slash NL MVP that one year with the, when he got traded to the Brewers. Just right. But... Wow, I can't believe he's been on the Yankees 10 years, dude. That's crazy. <laughs> That's fucked This will be his 10th year on the Yankees. That went by fast. He really only had two, maybe three really good years, though. Yes, Yankee. Yeah. Three, maybe four, actually. 
His first, his first few years were really good, and after that, it got really bad really fast. But he has been like, like a innings eater for years. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, you know, I've been sorry. thinking about Joey Votto and Robinson Cano because those are two names that kind of intrigue me. I think Joey Votto could be. Uh, I will say. I am a no on Robbie Cano. Oh, that's because he was a Yankee. No, it's that's because he got suspended, and that whether you like to admit oh. it or not has an impact on Hall of Fame voting right now. I mean, I don't care what people say. Barry Bonds deserves to be in. Sixty percent of baseball writers of America agree with you. I put Bonds in, and Clemens no, because Clemens is a dick. Dude, Clemens was so fucking nasty, though. I know. But he's like a liar. Yeah. He's like a pathological liar. I can't yeah, stand he's him. a psycho. Listen, you don't walk 2,000-whatever-it-was times and just... Yeah, you just can't do that. That doesn't take power. That's like baseball technique and, like... You, you just can't learn that, dude. That's natural talent. Barry Bonds? Yeah. You gotta see the ball to hit the ball. That's the old saying, right? Manny, you could see the ball. See the ball. Hit yeah. the ball. It sounds like you're only making the case for Joey Votto. But that's what I'm saying. Joey Votto deserves a talk. I mean, the guy's popped yeah. live like five times in his career. <laughs> it's, that's that is that's the, the, that's the most the hilarious thing ever, dude. He's never popped that, out to first base in his career, or no, it's the catcher. I think he's never ever popped out to the catcher. Eduardo Nunez does that at least twice a game. <laughs> That's fucked up. Yeah, it's crazy. Devers man. does like, it like every at bat. Yeah. It's wild. But hey, who was? I don't know. No, go ahead. Who was bag in Sydney? I have no idea. Someone's commenting on our on our stream here. Yeah, so let them comment. I'm going right back to him. like <laughs> I don't know who he is. What up, bag? Hit us with the follow, though. What Thanks up, for the follow, bag. What up, bag? Um, Yo, I've, I have a big take for you. Hit up. Which I've, I've told Gilly before. All right. Um, had Andrew Jones died in 2001, he'd be, yes. a, he'd be a Hall of Famer. Absolutely. <laughs> you could even push that back a couple of years, and I would agree, too. Yeah. Yeah, it's, what, 2004, maybe? Yeah, he was like one of the best defensive center fielders. He was nasty. Yeah. Just pop. He was like best all Hayward around before Hayward was like a th- like when we thought Hayward was going to be like nasty, nasty when yeah. he was like Sports Illustrated cover guy. And then who's bag? They were like, Says bag. So, oh, you have to hit too. Well, that sucks. Um. Yeah, Andrew Jones was incredible when he first came up, man. Oh my god. What do you guys think about now? I don't think so, but someone brought this up. What do you think about Buster Posey? No. I, I, I say yeah. I tried to think of a catcher right now, and he's really Defensive. the only one. Or Yachty. What about Yachty? Yachty's probably, yeah. I think Yachty's closer than Posey. True, but Posey's, Posey's got some intangibles, though. Even, uh, obviously, the World Series wins. MVP, too, well right? Playoffs. Then, the perfect games and shit. That's pretty crazy. True. The yeah. Fact that, like, that's. That, I think that should be as much, not as much, but a 
decent amount of credit to the catcher as it is to the pitcher, which I don't think really happens that often. <laughs> Who does he have with perfect games? Uh, Latos? Not Latos. Um, what's his name? Um, who was uh, that? Kane? No, not Kane. Yeah, not what Kane. the hell is that? Not Kane. Yeah, yeah I, couldn't, I couldn't think of his name. Kane and Bumgarner? For no-hitters, not perfect games. Oh. Right? He's never called a perfect game. The, the last perfect game was Dallas Braden, wasn't it? Or am I going crazy? Oh, you're right. You're right. I think it's a perfect game. No, no, no. Matt Cain was a perfect game. Was it really? Yeah, I think Matt Cain. Yeah, I think Matt Cain did have a yeah. perfect game. Wow. Yeah. Do you know how many Matt perfect Cain. games there have been? Like 22 or 23. I think it's 22. Five. Yeah, I guessed. It's in the 20s, though. That's not many. That's no. crazy, dude. The first one was in 1880. By who? Dude, John Montgomery Ward. Want to see what he looks oh, like? Yeah. That's a that's a Jeopardy question. This is what he. Uh, this is what his picture looks like because they didn't have cameras back then. That, wow, nice that's the, that's the face of the first perfect game right there. Wow, dude. <laughs> guy's got some pomade in that mustache there. Pine tar. Dude, this Peg and Sydney guy wants beef. Eh, let him have beef. Um, you want beef bag? I read it to him. <laughs> bag. Yeah, no, not many. Ray Halliday had one. Shout yep. out to Ray Halliday. Yes, he did. Philip Humber, actually. He was another one. I have. A, I had a card of his that was like signed by him slash a piece of like his bat. I always thought it was going to blow up. That he was going to get nasty after his perfect game, but it didn't happen. I wish he would got. I wish he would have. That's gotten crazy. Good. There were two in 2010. Clay Buckles. Almost no. He threw. Was that a no hitter? Yeah, it was a no hitter. I thought it was perfect. Or was it Lester? I thought a Red Sox had one. Oh, Felix had one in 2012 as well. There were three in 2012. Philip Umber, Matt Cain, and Felix Hernandez all threw perfect games in 2012. That's nuts. We haven't had one since. Hashtag launch angles. I own Felix Hernandez. And I forgot who I played against with it at the time, but Josh just left. All right. Do we have any uh, last last second um, potential Hall of Famers? Do you, uh, all right. Move on from move on from first ballot. Do you think there's anybody else if they retired right now could get into the Hall of Fame? I think Pedroia warrants a conversation. I don't think he, he probably doesn't get in right now. I also think David Price warrants a conversation. True. Shout out to David Price, the, aka the Tooth Fairy. <laughs> we need to get fucking Cushman back on here. <laughs> just for just one time, just for like ten. Just minutes. for to hear him say the Red Sox are getting like seventy-six wins this year. Yeah, like at this point, like Josh the Yankees are going to win one hundred and twenty-seven. Josh plays Fortnite with David Price. 
I like, know. It's, it's just... I play it more with the ball. But... Oh, big I, question. Price, I think Price is all done because he's on vacation right now. He's like somewhere. Well, pitchers and catchers report in like 20 days. Yep. He's a pitcher. I have a big one for you guys. Yo, does Bartolo Colon make the Hall of Fame? I don't think so. Come on. He'd be, a, he'd be one where it's like, he kinda, I don't know. That's a disrespect for Bartolo Colon, but he, if he gets in, it's just like, okay. Yeah, we just gave it You're to him. You're opening up that door. Yeah. Yeah. Because, oh, like, no. he's played forever. It's like but... a guy like Fred McGriff doesn't get in, but Bartolo does. <laughs> Do you guys think Kurt Schilling should be in? Yes. Yeah, probably. He's such, yeah. A, he's such an asshole. He does it to himself. Yeah, yeah, he knows he does it to himself, too. I, really don't I don't feel, feel bad, for, bad for him either, but he's arguably the best postseason pitcher ever. Not I want to say ever, but if, yeah, the, the argument's yeah. there. I'm not yeah. saying he is. At least since, like, in, like... But he was doing it in the steroid era, too. That's why he kind of... I, I, I think he should be in. Especially if Mike Mussina gets in, dude. Like, come on, he's a better pitcher than Mike Mussina. Mike Messino is good, though. I, he's a Hall of Famer, but I think Kurt Schilling was better, especially in the playoffs. Mike Messina must feel so good to be in the Hall of Fame. Oh, Baggy Sydney says Paul Konerko? Oh, no, no, no. Paul no, no. Is this Barry? That's gotta be! <laughs> <laughs> what up, Barry? Konerko is interesting, but he'll, he'll probably linger on the, uh, the ballot for a couple of years, you know? For a few, at least. Did Frank Thomas get in? Frank Thomas? Yeah, he got in a couple years ago, didn't he? He must, right? Yeah. Okay. Because if we're talking about Paul Konerko, we got to be talking about Frank Thomas. I mean, for non-first ballot, though, Hamill's Hamill's definitely in, too, right? I'm trying to think of other French guys. Lester. Oh, no, Lester. No? I say no, actually. I think it's close, though. Hmm. My, the Red Sox fan in me wants him in, but I just realistically don't wouldn't expect it at least. He's uh yeah. he's kinda got a oh, Kurt no. Schilling type career though. Lester. He always comes live in the postseason and he's kind of a slow starter in the regular season. Bag and Sydney says Todd Helton and Andy Pettit. Yeah, well Todd Helton's interesting. But he, you know, retired, so that doesn't Apply to the conversation. <laughs> Pablo Sanchez. <laughs> <laughs> that's your boy, dude. Who do you shout out? That, that's uh, backyard baseball. Who do you right? shout out? Shay. I can't read it. Who do you shout out? What are you talking about? Oh my god, you're a fucking idiot. I didn't play those fucking games. What are you talking about? Oh my god. You're such a dude. goober. Uh, dude, next topic. We. Bobby Abreu, stop it! Whoever yeah, Dagens I'm is. I'm ignoring that guy because he anti Abreu, no way. I'm ignoring Fuck him. Bobby Abreu, never or her. Jeter, no. Jeter, Jeter could be the next unanimous one, so, and I don't like it. Um, was it um, Bobby Abreu and Josh Hamilton in that ridiculous home run derby? I don't know Dude. if it was the same. If it was the same one, Abreu won one. Oh, no, you're yeah. right. I think it was the same one, and Abreu won it, but Hamilton hit all his home runs. And then Hamilton, I think, won the next year in Texas. Right. I think you're right. 
because the one before that, I want to say, was in Detroit, and they were like crushing it over the stands. Like, <laughs> yeah, like eight thousand miles. Oh my god, it was wild. Next topic of conversation. I have a firm, a firm uh, stance on this. Anthony Davis debacle. Here we go. Now, first, Gilly, can you explain the Supermax thing? You can't have more than one Supermax eligible person on your team or something like that? Yeah, so they would not be able to trade for Anthony Davis while Kyrie's on the roster on his current like, contract. They'd either have to uh, extend him like now, which he wouldn't get as much money, or sign him in the summer, and then they could trade for Anthony Davis. Right. Uh, or they would have to include Kyrie in a trade. Uh, for him, which would kind of defeat the purpose of trading for Anthony Davis. Agreed. So the ideal path is here after the season's over, you extend Kyrie and put together a package for Anthony Davis. That's yes. Because he has one year left after this year. Correct. Yeah. Okay. I'm giving up anything besides Kyrie to get Anthony Davis. Tatum? Yep. Oh God, I wouldn't. Why? I wouldn't give Tatum. Why? Why? Because he is literally it. He is the next best thing. You know who is the best thing already? Anthony yeah, Davis. Davis. We I don't know if he's. That. I don't trust him. To be honest, who, I don't, Tatum. I, no, Anthony Davis. Really? He's with clutch. <laughs> Fucking LeBron, no, he, he's almost like a lock to want to go to the Lakers. Imagine right. if we give up a haul to New Orleans. We revitalize their franchise, save them from going to Seattle. They're just like the weird, light version of the Celtics because we give up like a shit ton of stuff. Rozier, Tatum, etc. And then Anthony Davis walks after one year and goes to L.A. Wasn't Rozier a like, free what? agent anyway? What? Isn't Rozier a free agent after this year anyway? Um, He's restricted. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. Yeah, he's still um, an asset. Like a, no, we can I, get some kidding. Look, one year of Anthony Davis obviously isn't ideal, but if you can work out the whole... Uh, obviously, this isn't a perfect, in a perfect world, but if you give up, like, Tatum, Rozier, and the... What pick, they have the Lakers pick right now, right? Or the Grizzlies? I don't know. They have, no. they have somebody's... They have the Grizzlies pick. They have... The Kings pick or something like Clippers. that. I don't, they have the Kings pick they, as well. One of those picks and those two guys for Anthony Davis and an extension. I mean, you're not going to extend him, though. He's, he's fucking playing the market. That's why you're risking it. That's why I would I would probably do a package surrounding Jalen Brown, sadly. Yeah, that's what I've said. But, yeah, but you know... They're not doing it unless it's Jason Tatum. I mean, I would totally send Jalen Jalen Brown, Gordon Hayward, and Al Horford for that. I know they don't. They don't want uh, Hayward though. But nobody does. If you include the draft picks as an incentive, and then you tell Kyrie you re-sign with us now, and and you know we'll go get Anthony Davis for the next like X amount of year and lock that contract in too. I think they'd do it. 
I don't know. I don't. I, I would just. I would still be nervous about losing. I, either way, I'm nervous about losing Anthony Davis. But I, I don't know if that's enough for New Orleans. I mean, look at what the offers they're probably going to get from the Lakers. You get Lonzo, maybe Ingram too. Uh, in addition to possibly a Josh Hart or Kyle Kuzma and a pick or two, that's pretty tempting. That's a better. I, I would take that over a, a Jalen Brown centered package if I'm New Orleans. Who knows, like what the Lakers will actually offer. But. Really, you take a Lonzo Ball centered package over a Jalen Brown one? Um, if it's well, I shouldn't even say that because I mean, Lonzo and Ingram are like one A one B in that type of trade. Whereas the Celtics, Jalen's the big get. Horford's basically an expiring after this year. Mm-hmm. He's got one year left. Hayward, he's kind. Of, he's, he's hopefully he fits it together. Gets like kind of picks his game up. But as of right now, that's kind of just like a a not great contract. Why would New Orleans want to pick that up? If anything, they would want to shed salary and trade like the Solomon Hill contract and not get more of like a guy who's not really going to be on their next good team. You know? Mm-hmm. I agree. I don't know. So I, I, if the Celtics pull it off, Danny Ainge, that's one thing too, though, you got to think about. Uh, whoever the fucking, I forget his name. Uh, was it Demps uh, is the GM of the Pelicans. He's the guy who had the the trade vetoed for Chris Paul to the Lakers by uh, David Stern there. So it's like this guy I don't I don't really know what to make Bad of him. Bad rap anyway. Yeah. yeah. So, plus no one trusts Danny Ainge. Yeah, no. nobody wants to get swindled by him. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't look good for the Celtics in general. I mean, even though that's who they should get, you know. It's like the perfect option for them, but it just doesn't look good doesn't look good. Like you said, the Lakers have a lot to give. and The Celtics have more to, to give, give, though, but they're not going to give it. No, exactly. I mean, it's just like the Patriots in any other trade. They'll just do enough to get just what they need. You know? And unless they can totally screw somebody over. <laughs> I mean, if, if Anthony Davis was signed to a longer deal, I think they would be way more apt to do it, but the, I mean, the fact that he's going to be a free agent after one year and... Fucking Rich Paul, LeBron's best friend, is his agent? I don't know. It's That's shady. why I mean, it's being investigated right now, right? In terms yeah. of, uh, yeah. I don't know, he's and probably going to get fined and shit. Collusion. That GM was all flipped out about that, too. He was all like, yeah. Calling yeah. for an investigation. Yeah, no, Which, that's bullshit. It is bullshit. Because you Which, can't, I don't know, that's just a shitty thing to do. And I know, Oliver, say what you want about KD and how he left OKC. At least he did it, like, without doing this big charade of it. I, no. like, you can quietly tell the team or something to be like, hey, I'm not going to leave. If you want to get anything for me, do it now. To publicly announce it, that's fucking awful. You just put them in a terrible spot. I don't know. I saw, I don't know who tweeted out this morning, but they were like, owners in the NBA literally have no power or leverage nowadays. It's unreal. If a player is just like, I don't want to play here. They're like, well, if we can't resign him after a year, we kind of have to trade him. We don't really have a choice. Yeah, right. puts puts him in a crappy situation, which is look. I, KD's a little weasel and a snake for leaving OKC, but he, and he, like you said, he didn't really make a stink about like forcing his way out though. In that regard, like even LeBron, he had a freaking TV show about where he was going to go, but he didn't force him his way out of Cleveland. He didn't, you know, give up on his team or anything. Like it kind of seems like Anthony Davis is like, I just give up with these guys. 
Well, and you just indicate that you the team is going to get not pennies on the dollar, but you're not going to get as much if you know a guy wants out. That's true. Right, you lose all leverage he, that way. Well, not all, but no you, lose, you lose a lot of leverage that way. Yeah, exactly. I don't, but I have like one Paul theory George. now about... Paul George was like that too, wasn't he? Yeah, he, he was, was like, right. I, want, I want out of Indiana. Yeah, I think you're right. But I wonder now if the Pelicans would even trade him to the Lakers because they're all so mad at him. They're all so mad about the tampering shit. I don't I mean, I don't know. Unless the tricky thing package. is that that's where, like, you know, that's a fair point, but if the Celtics were in play now, maybe that would benefit them, but they're probably like, shit, how are we going to get the most for him? Essentially, right. save the franchise, too. So, who's in play? Somebody like the Bucks? Who else is out there? The Bucks and the Raptors are like sneaky, might make a move teams the on them. This year. Sixers and Nuggets. Sixers. Dude, Nuggets too. I keep forgetting Isaiah Thomas is on the Nuggets. Or the Mavericks. Dude, I love the Mavericks rumors. You're right, Josh. I, that's my favorite, actually. That'd be sick. Yeah. But they I would mean, trade away what's-his-face, right? Uh, uh, yeah. I mean, not, my dream not, would just not, be have like, not trade Luka, everything. right? They wouldn't trade Luka? Have, I wouldn't no. think so. But Dennis Johnson, or uh, Dennis Smith Jr. Yeah. Luca's sick, huh? Him and Luca together would be absolutely amazing. I know. Oh, dude, him with almost any competent point guard would be amazing. Not that Drew Holiday is like bad, but him with like a top five point guard, like you could argue Luca's like a top five guard playing. Uh, not top five, probably top ten though. Yeah, I mean the point guard position stacked. That's yeah, where... it is. But or no. even Atlanta. I think that would be crazy, too. Well, he wants to play yeah, for a contender, and I don't think the Mavericks or the Hawks are contenders. Although, at least the Mavericks have promise with young talent for the first time in a long time. Yeah, and they were in a mix for a spot, but you're right. They kind of fell out of the... Yeah. I think no, they're better it's... than they thought they were going to be this year, though. Oh, definitely. And I think I think I, I think they're, they're going to make some deals at the deadline because they have a couple like expiring contracts that will be worth a little bit. In terms of just get teams to, to dump talent, like uh, like a Tim Hardaway, they could get Tim Hardaway, where it's like they trade um, Wesley Matthews for Hardaway. I think that's the popular talked about. Like Hardaway is not a great contract, but at the same time, he can contribute and drop. I don't know, fifteen to eight. I don't know. Actually, did you guys hear the rumors about the Knicks? Knicks want to be in the mix for Anthony Davis. Yeah, no when July 1st hits, it's the Anthony Davis sweepstakes. Who's going to wow. get him? I hope the Knicks. That'd be, that'd, be, that'd be so cool. What? That would be cool. Fuck the Knicks. Dude, the Knicks yeah. suck. Who cares? I still wouldn't be threatened by them, to be honest. That's why I'd right. okay. Just get to see Anthony Davis at the Garden a lot. <laughs> be fucking badass. Because they'd probably have to give up Porzingis. I mean, that would be such a weird tandem. Wow, yeah, that'd be weird as shit. I guess I guess they can play off each other well, though. But I I just don't know what else the Knicks have to give. That would be enough. They suck, dude. Dude, Drew Holiday, by the way, he's gonna get dealt, and I'm nervous that he's gonna go to the Sixers. I'm freaking out about that, to be honest. That'd be nasty. Oh my god, but who would they give up for him? I don't know. That that would be the thing in terms of maybe like Fultz, Fultz, and uh, maybe a, a future first or a young guy. Celtics too, but... really dodged a bullet with that Markel Fultz kid, huh? Holy moly. Dude, they played that like a fiddle. They did. Danny Age is something else. That was genius. He's next level. What do you guys think about the Grizzlies blowing it up? Mike and Mark. 
Sad. Wait, what? Mike Conley? Mike Conley? Mike Conley and Marcus All are both on the trade block. Oh. oh. How are they going to trade Mike Conley? Doesn't he make like $35 million a year? Yeah, they probably can't trade him realistically. It's probably it's probably like a John Wall situation where it's like, he's available just to see if any GM is like, okay, okay. <laughs> like, does any contending we'll team need a point guard, though? <laughs> like, what contending team could use... Like I don't I don't know how the could the Bucks use either of them like like a John Wall or a or a Mike Wouldn't Conley. Hurt. I feel like John Wall is just like an actually good version of Eric Bledsoe. Like they're kind of similar games. But I don't I don't think that makes them put them over the top and be like yeah. oh my god. And the Raptors the have scary. Kyle Lowry still right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think the Sixers. On, in all honesty, because it's like I know Ben Simmons is doing doing his thing as a point forward, but at the same time. I, I don't know. You need a real point guard, too. Side but, note, I hate how the Memphis Grizzlies are still in the Western Conference. Yeah, it's pretty far right. Pretty east. <laughs> Stupid. Well, do you want to swap them for the buck? For the Bucks? It'd make more sense, wouldn't it? I guess. Even the... F- Never mind. I was going to say the Spurs, but they're in the West. Duh. The Timberwolves are in the West, right? Yeah. It's pretty east. Bull and yeah, but Memphis Milwaukee's, really. Milwaukee's more west than yeah, no, than the Bulls. But Bulls are kind of in that middle of the area there. I don't know if there's not a lot of options though. Yeah. Let's move them to Seattle. True. New Orleans to Seattle. That's that's my big take. I think that Jalen Brown gets dealt. Like just no matter what, I think he's I think he's the next guy to get dealt. I I have no basis of that. I don't know what we need really, but I think he's just not going to be on the team at the end of the year. Man, he hasn't really played that well. I mean, he's actually no. I shouldn't say that. He, Last month he's played really well, yes. which helps his value. I guess. Yeah, he's picked it up. He's been very good. Is it, is it bad so. to say that I think Detroit is the next city that could move? No. Whoa. A lot of history there. Yeah, right? I was going to say, that'd be wild. There's a ton ton of history, but they're it's just tanking. They're awful. They, nobody goes to games. The palace is a crap hole. Like, they, they, I mean, they have no direction either. No. They're Ridiculous. Shit. It's like they, we thought they were tanking last year, and all of a sudden they fucking trade for Blake Griffin in this huge contract. And they're still awful. Yeah. Dude, I love Blake. Oh, shout out to Blake Griffin. I love He's him. had a cr- crazy good year. I have his jersey. Is he? Humble brag. Give his jersey? Yeah, I have a Blake Griffin jersey. Clippers? Yeah. What color? What, what is it? White. Oh, interesting. I have a... How the hell? Can we a, ask why? Yeah, yeah why? Because I love him. How the hell? I was a big fan. He's a high-flying motherfucker who loves to throw Big fan. I also <laughs> have a, a uh, blue Dirk Nowitzki jersey. That's probably more my game style. Okay. Uh, oh. LaMarcus Aldridge, Red Trail Blazers. Wow, that's cool. I think that's it. I see that every day. I don't think I've seen that one first ever. Wow. Yeah, I think that's my collection of NBA jerseys. All, all big men. Hey, post moves don't, don't, don't come from nowhere. I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> I, want, I don't have any non-Celtics. I have a Sullinger. Uh, Jared Sullinger. I have two Avery Bradleys. 
and that's it. You I have every LeBron jersey besides the Lakers. Would you get one? No. No. I hate LA that much. I'm not even like a true Celtics fan. I just hate LA. Yeah, fuck LA. Beat LA this weekend. Beat LA on Sunday, baby. I feel like I would love. I would like a like a Lakers Lebron jersey. If, like ten years from now, like I would. Yeah. If I was going to get a Lakers Lebron jersey, it would have to be the um, the one when they were in Minnesota or whatever the the, the baby blue with cursive writing. Yeah. Oh yeah, I have a yeah. Uh, that's a sick jersey. I have a Jerry West. Do you guys want to move on to confession time before we call it a night? Yeah. Sure. Confession of the week. Your favorite sports movie of all time and Patriot Super Bowl DVDs or Red Sox World Series DVDs don't count. We have too many of them anyways. Yeah, it's hard to choose, you know. <laughs> that must be nice. You're a Red Sox fan. You got four. Yeah, I know, but... Uh, you know what? I'll, I'll start off. Um, this isn't actually my favorite one, but there's... A, I went to, like, a fucking comedy thing the other night. Um, because... So, in my uh, my works fantasy football league, the loser had to do, like, a stand-up set at a comedy <laughs> club. No way! Um, yeah, and yeah, it was really... It was pretty funny. But this random old dude, he had to be, like, 60s or 70s, it went up on stage and he was just like playing to the crowd and he's like you guys like sports like how about sports movies and he's like you ever seen that movie with the uh with the cornfields that one's my favorite what is it <laughs> feel the wet dream <laughs> and then his big punchline was <laughs> you know you know Dying. Can you oh, say that punchline again, please, Mr. Roboto? Yes. Oh. That was my, uh, so yeah. That's, no, that's not we, my actual we, favorite. We, we, mi- we missed the punchline. You lagged out. Oh, I did? Yeah, yeah. If you fuck them, they will come. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. Oh, Lord. Yeah, so that was, that was pretty wild. Especially coming out of like a he had to, he might he probably was seventy. He was an old looking dude. He looked a bit older than my dad, so yeah, he was he had to be at least mid sixties, late seven or mid I don't know. But um but yeah. Um yeah. Let me think about my, my real favorite sports movie, but the, the, the Field of Dreams thing made me just remind me of that. Alright. We got Oliver. Um uh, me. Okay, I'll go. Uh my favorite sports movie ever. Look, not critically acclaimed. Not uh, not widely known. Probably not. It's not that popular. A lot of Deep people cut. think it's probably just a lame, boring ass movie. But Angels in the Outfield is my favorite sports movie. That's a good one. Yeah, it's good. Ever. That is a good. One. That's a good one. Mine's absolutely ridiculous. But what you got, Josh? The replacements. <laughs> what with like John Hader? Yeah, and Keanu Reeves, and yeah. no way. What about what about uh the one with G Baby, not Galen Oliver, but uh G Baby gets killed. What's that movie called? Uh, oh shit, I don't know. You know I, 
I I watched the replacements every single night for about four years. That's nuts. What? Yep. Big it's tits. one of my favorite movies of all time. I don't think I've ever period. seen that. I haven't seen it in a long time now, but when it's I a was comedy. a kid, yeah, when I was a kid, I just ate it up. I never saw it. <laughs> Wait, can I say one more? Yeah. There was. I just thought of another one that that guy said. Um, he goes, and he's like, "How about this for a concept of a sports movie? You got this white guy, and he wins a heavyweight belt." Isn't that a crock of shit? He goes, what's it called again? Oh, yeah, Crocky. Crocky. Rocky's up there for me. I don't know that's my favorite all time. That's just like one that I, that's on. Watch it with my dad. It's like a classic, like, oh, yeah, Rocky's on. Can't Good afternoon. Yeah. I, well, I think Ben can't dump his mind, though. I think that's like the one that I, if ever I see that on, I don't care what time it is. It's like I'm locked in for like an hour of at, at least that to, to watch the bulk of that. Woody. I never watched that whole movie. Oh, really? Oh. Yeah. I just haven't, like, it was on like TV for me. I haven't, I don't have like the DVD, so I was like watching it like I'm like whatever. I don't know. I, I want to watch it someday. Yeah. No, it's, it's worth it. I, th- oh, I think mine. Coach Carter. Sorry. Oh yeah, Coach Carter. It's a good one. Yeah, I just remembered that one. Sorry. Go ahead. Um, mine is uh, for sure. Remember the Titans. Yeah, I I knew one of you guys were going to say that. Dude, it can't miss though. Very good movie. We uh, my my dad used to have the the VHS in the in his like uh, suburban back in the day, and like every single time we got my sister and I got in the car, we'd watch that shit like a thousand times. And I still know like a lot of the fucking lines of that movie. Yeah, that's as a good result. One. I like that one too. No doubt, no doubt. Any honorable mentions? Coach Carter. I'm big radio. fan. Radio. Feel the dreams. Oh, radio. How about any given Sunday? I didn't see that until way later. Sandlot. I feel like if I saw that years ago, oh yeah, like, I would be, I would have loved, loved, loved it. So I feel like a late bloomer. But you know who's an, a big any given Sunday guy? It's Mr. Whitaker. Really? Huge fan. Oh yeah, he would play. He would reference the uh, the speech all the time. Because doesn't he? I've never seen the the, mo- the movie actually. But isn't there like a there's a big studded cast? Yeah, it is. Jamie Fox. I didn't really care about Rudy that much. Yeah, as I the sand Sandlot. Sandlot. Oh, that's number two for major, me. Major League. Yep, Bad News Bears. I like the funny, like, sports movies. Benchwarmers. Realize that. Benchwarmers. <laughs> that movie's <laughs> funny as fuck. I don't care what anybody says. Oh, you know what? Jerry Maguire, that, that's a that's a 1A for me. That's Yeah, that's when he's the agent, right? It's some crew. Yeah. Moneyball? Yeah. Moneyball is dope. I I've Moneyball. never seen it. That's a confession. What? Yeah. Well, I haven't seen it either. What? <laughs> Oh my god! I swear to God, I've shown at least like four or five girls that movie because I'm like, you need to see it to understand why I like baseball. <laughs> and they all, no one, no girl has stayed up through the entire thing. They always fall asleep. That's. I, I I have to make it a point to actually watch it sometime. Yeah, me too. Because I've so, always it's wanted like a to. Movie too. Oh, Jonah Hill. 
I know. Red Pitt. You got Scott Hatterberg played by Chris Pratt. Come on. I need, I need to see it. I'm just as guilty. It's worth it. It really is. Any others? Like, I don't know. Invincible is good and not great. Oh, Friday Night Lights, I cried. Oh, Friday Night Lights is a good one. I like that movie a lot. I couldn't believe they lost at the end. I, I literally just started crying. <laughs> oh, I yeah. Like, <laughs> I couldn't believe it. Uh, I hate Friday Night Lights, a TV show, by the way. Really? I'm watching that right yeah, now. It's awful. it's awful. No, it's really good. What? I dislike it to the max. Watch it again. <laughs> I don't know about that. Just, just watch it again. Sea Biscuit? Um, <laughs> what the fuck? I can't remember that. I take, Go ahead. I take LeBron Space Jam is going to blow the original Space Jam out of the water. Oh, hell yeah. With CGI, I don't know. I feel like I don't know. I think it's gonna actually be like. That's a hot take. I have no to that. Uh, I can't remember the name of the movie with Shia LaBeouf where he's uh, the fuck. What greatest game ever made? Good, oh, good yeah. golf movie. If you haven't seen it, highly recommend for all my golfers out there. Tin Cup, another good golf movie. Caddyshack. Caddyshack, classic, can't miss golf movie. That Caddyshack's probably a top five sports movie, actually. He got game. Caddyshack is so fucking funny, dude. He got game. Like Mike. We are Marshall. Oh, we are Marshalls. Yeah. Actually, while we're on this topic, you know what really grinds my gears? No, I don't. Yes. Please tell me. Okay. Thank you. Thank you for the prompt. Um, no, all these fucking jerseys from TV shows and movies are being like commercialized and sold at like fanatics and lids. And it's just like so Jesus annoying. Shuttlesworth. Yeah, that's that was yeah. what I think of it. It's just like okay, like no one does anyone really want to buy an Uncle Drew jersey? No, <laughs> right. that's bullshit. And it's so annoying because it's everywhere. Oh my god. Can't wait to wear my Goldberg Mighty Ducks sweater to a fucking <laughs> hockey game, you, you fucking asshole. Are you trying to tell me that you wouldn't get a, <laughs> a, a number 24 Red Sox shirt that said Astro's Dad on it? Because I think I would. I mean, that's not... No, that's not the same, though. I know. I'm talking about movie jersey. You know, no, you're right. Uh, that's fine. That's a train of thought. Another one that grinds my gears. MLB this year, last year, they did those fucking NFLPA jerseys. And that just, I try to scroll through jerseys, like, quite often. I don't know how many times I've seen a fucking Gronk 87 Red Sox jersey. Who the fuck is buying that? <laughs> that is wild. They, they have that for everyone. They have, like, Mitch Trubisky Cubs jersey. No Cubs fan wants that. <laughs> it's wild. And they're on sale. They're on clearance, so it's like, they're out there. If you guys really want them, you can get them, but damn. Yo. So Jameis Winston Rays one is probably the worst combo, actually. <laughs> That's, That's worth terrible. buying because it's so bad. <laughs> yeah, sure. What about like a? Oh, uh, why would anyone buy? What about like a Aaron Donald Angels jersey? That's got to be out there, right? I I have not seen that. Ooh. I'm trying to think what the Angels one was. Gurley, Golf, Rivers, Melvin Gordon, maybe Joey Bosa. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I maybe that one sold out. <laughs> People love that. I don't know. <laughs> well, it was like a oh, dude, Russell Wilson, 
put on the Mariners. Yep, yep they have Wilson Mariners. That's jerseys. hilarious. That's false. I know. Can that's why it's hilarious. <laughs> no, but I I just don't understand. Like, who who is buying those to be like? I love football. I don't know. Maybe I guess maybe people just trying to get into baseball that are football fans. It's like this is how we'll get them. <laughs> maybe an Antonio Brown Pirates jersey because the Pirates fans are just craving that. <laughs> That'll revitalize the team. <laughs> My God. Okay, do we have any uh, finishing takes? Super Bowl coming up. MLB free agency. Yeah. I got some. Hit me, hit me, hit so, me, hit me. JC Jackson has to play the best game that any Patriots corner has ever had to play ever in the slot. Um, Patriots O-line is going to be the X factor, especially inside two. And the Rams running game. It's going to be another X factor. You know, I'm really afraid of Aaron Donald. I am terrified of Aaron Donald, but I have a pretty good amount of confidence in JC Jackson because he really has been playing well the further the season has gone along. And not enough people are talking about how. Hey, one of that for, that one of them was a really bad call. That PI call yeah. along the sideline was really bad, but I agree. But still, but yeah, I I know what you mean. But throughout that game, he was locking up Kelsey, and that's not easy to do. Man on man, one on one, just locking Kelsey up. I think he only had like three catches that game. So I feel good about J.C. Jackson personally. I'm a, I'm a big J.C. Jackson fan. I think Brandon Cooks gonna have a big game. Excuse me. Brandon Cooks, yeah, revenge game. Who's all right? Only no. What? What? Yeah, it's a big take. It is a big take. That's why I'm. That? That's why I'm thrown back by it. Because yeah, if they the Patriots play like they did against the Chiefs, they'll have Jonathan Jones on them, speed versus speed. And Jonathan Jones didn't let Tyreek Hill make a catch. That's a fact. Big motherfucking take. Here we go. Ready. Deron Harmon is the MVP of the Super Bowl. All right, that's all we have for tonight. Thanks for stopping by if you're watching live. <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Shout out Josh Gentile, Dave Chamblin, and my cousin Peter. And Lindsay Bond, too, because she's listening live right now, she told me. Yeah. Wait, wait do we – best prop bets for the, uh, the Super Bowl. Have you guys, like, looked at some of them? I have not. No. Oh. Oh, what wait. Adam, Adam Levine. Yes. Oh, he, I said his hair color. Oh, his hair color is another one too. It's either brown, black, um, blonde, uh, or like an alternate. And there's also one of him wearing a hat or not. That's a big one. Hmm. Oh. No way. No way to the hat. No way to that. No, no, way. no way. No way in hell. Those 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 bets are wild to me because it's like if you do really have enough money, like you can influence that, and it's not really a like obviously it's a big deal in the sense that people make or lose money on that but at the same time it's not like people are going to be like up in arms if adam levine's design or whatever is like no hat tonight like, oh my god i got the inside tip <laughs> i'm saying blonde by the way i'll throw ten dollars down on blonde adam levine. is there a bet if he goes shirtless at some point or not i haven't seen that but I, that's gotta maybe. be a thing i put a dollar on that too earn, yeah, a, what about opening earn a new coffee <laughs> <laughs> right. What about opening song? I think Sunday morning is the favorite. Oh, that'd be awesome. That was true. 
Uh, I'm going to say it's going to be... I cannot forget, I used to regret... What's that song called? Look that up. Because things ain't how they... Oh, The Sun. Things ain't how they used to be. That song... It's got to be something from Songs About Jane. It has to be. Maybe. Another one was uh, any of those performers, if they kneel. Like, literally every single one's like, will Adam Levine kneel? Will, uh, fucking... Who is it? Is it Travis Scott? Yeah. Yeah, will Travis Scott be sick? Interesting. Just interesting. I don't know. That's, like, the coolest game in terms of those random prop bets that are, like, like, what the hell? Or, like, how many... Who will be... On screen first, Sean McVay or Bill Belichick? Belichick. I think McVay would be that one. And you never know. I don't know. I could see both. I see both arguments because like Belichick is like the dude that you'd put want to put on, but at the same time, they're gonna probably pan from one to the other. Belichick's probably gonna be the long shot in terms of like they show McVay, and then all of a sudden you look at Belichick well, for like then it, fifteen to twenty seconds. You know what they're going to do? They're going to be like, and Bill Belichick. You know what exactly. I mean? Yeah. So, like, it, it's got to be Sean McVay. Yeah, but yeah, true. I don't know. But can you see them going to Bill first and then going, and then there's Sean McVay, the 36-year-old head coach who in his just second no. year. Yeah, I can see well, that happening. No, too. you leave the drama for last. Like you guys said, though, they, that was one thing, too, in terms of the age. I, listening, I couldn't really talk at first. Um, but, like, the age of Sean McVay, that's another one, too, where I think it's like, is that going to be mentioned more? Is his age, like, specifically, like, the number, whatever he is, 33, going to be mentioned, like, over three and a half or four and a half times? Or something like that. Wild. Oh, and I'm still holding true that Andrew Luck's the next quarterback of the Patriots. Oh! Uh, Sorry, I'm looking at Maroon 5 right now. Don't have to worry about that for another three or four years. Hey, two years, Andrew Luck's contract is up. Tom Brady retires in the third year, one year with Andrew Luck under his wing to finish the job. Andrew Luck is not going to sit underneath anybody. That could be the lead one. <laughs> I'm no, saying I, I said under Tom Brady's has... wing. I didn't say he wasn't starting. You're probably right. It's probably going to be a classic. Passing of the torch. Harder to breathe. When it gets cold outside and I got nobody. Oh, okay. Yeah, time. let's. Uh, <laughs> we're gonna wrap this thing up. That is episode twenty-two. You can catch us on Sports Country Internet Radio every Tuesday. Be sure to tune into that. Be sure to download, rate, shout out to Michael Red, subscribe, <laughs> share, tell your mom, tell your, your dad, Stackhouse. tell your sister, tell your brother, tell your grandma, and tell your grandpa. That's put a, put ten, flyers. It's ten things you gotta do. Yep. Put on uh I know I know you have a bulletin at work. Put up the at symbol at small state takes on Twitter. You can find us on Facebook as well, Small State Big Takes page. Be sure to give that a like. Spray paint your car. Follow the Twitter. Get a flag for your car. We'll send it to you. Get a bumper sticker, we'll have them made. Let's go. This is 2019, as Steve Scott predicted, the year of small state. Big takes. Fuck yeah. Shout out Tom Brady, Slim Shady, and Tracy McGrady. Whoa. Whoa. Lady. Whoa. Bars. 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 If you're watching live, (laughs) thanks for tuning in. We'll catch you next Monday. We're either 
three of us are either going to be very happy or three of us are just going to be pissed off and douchebags. Assholes, yeah, pretty much. Great. Peace out. Later. Bye. Later.